Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome back to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we recap our preseason results. We look ahead to our round one clash with that lot from up the road. We celebrate the career of the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner, Matt Simon. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and tomorrow. And hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> you dived in early there. <laughs> I had to take the chance while it was there. He served me up. And I thought it was going to be McCarthy for a second. Oh, no. We'll, we'll come back to that a little bit later, I think. <laughs> How are we doing, fellas? It's been a red hot minute. It's been a while. Yes. But we're back. Yes. Yeah. 40 years back this weekend. season, baby. The time is upon us. Back yes. to our maybe somewhat regularly scheduled programming, I yes. think. What? <laughs> After, uh, sometimes last... every Tuesday, sometimes maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's dive right into it with, uh, with Fred's question, of course, with the announcement of Matt Simon, uh, the, the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner and Mariners' medalist Matt Simon, uh, with him announcing his retirement during the week. Fellas, what was his best moment? Every goal he ever scored against the Jets. Or your favourite moment. Yeah, and that's definitely on the list. I'm torn, I'm torn between two. I'm torn I've, between... I have a feeling two. we're probably going to choose the same two here. Possibly. Mm. Um, but actually, no, they're, they're, more, they're more wholesome than shithousery. Okay, so we, right. Maybe not. But the initial send-off before he we went to Korea. Yes. Yep. Scored, a mm, double, nice. scored a double against the victory. I think it was about 12,000 um, people there. At home, perfect way to go. Um, I'm torn between that and his was it his 250th or 200th last season? Which 200th, was 200th, yeah. Um, that was the, was that that was the th- three two, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that night was pretty pretty wild. special. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm torn between those two. I can't really decide. Scoring. There's there's a great photo that came out from the first game that you mentioned. He sent off before he went to Korea as well, where he's making his way down down the tunnel after uh, after finishing his shift of the afternoon, and it's just it's so so fitting. Uh, yeah. Such a beautiful photo. And as you say, the the goal that he scored throwing the shack is up to Darcy. Yeah. After he scored that last season. Poof, Perfect. Josh. Super moments. I think the the one that came to mind immediately was the added time brace. From the spot against victory mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, good Rich scenes. Shirt. And it finally got us over the line against victory after about, I think we hadn't beat them in about 15, 16 games. And those uh, scenes at the end there, two two pens in added time, one in, the, was it the 100th minute to finally beat them? So, yeah, that's the one that definitely came to mind as the most recent memory I had. That was one on my list as well. Yeah, absolutely. It sort of epitomised everything that Simo was about, you know, Absolute all action. He's got the rip shirt. He did it with the, the rip shirt, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the second one with so the rip good. shirt. Oh, <laughs> mate. What a, what, so, so iconic. Was? What about shithousery? Surely, <laughs> surely. Now I know where you're going. Well, because you know where I'm going, I'll let you go there. Instead, I'll go for the moment in the tunnel with Daniel Penner last season. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Simo V. Ziggy Gordon. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> iconic, iconic. My, my other one was, of course, the rip shirt, the double pen, but um, standing over Ziggy Gordon, just absolutely <laughs> feeding him. And I remember speaking to Simo in the week leading up to that game, and he goes, you know, Ziggy thinks that the fans aren't going to boo him this weekend. And I go, <laughs> you're joking. Dreaming. Right? He's like, 
Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Moz, Newcastle away. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like that's everything that we want to see in our, you know, a bit of passion and all of that sort of thing. Needed Shay to try and get rid of him out of the area there <laughs> in case he came to blows with Pena. I think Pena wanted the fight, but I think he would have been better off not wanting the fight. But, um, yeah, that passion in the derby will be one of the things that he's, you know, remembered most fondly for um, by me. I very much hope he's on the sideline again this weekend. Just, uh, just you know, presence. <laughs> just in case. It has to be. It's well, I mean, I, I went down to watch the open... Uh, the open training session this morning and he was roped into it by Monty because there was a few of the boys that did not do the whole um, training session and he was out there screaming his head off at everyone and looked like he could have probably ran out like on the field tomorrow. So Mm. it's such a shame that he won't get one sort of final send-off but I think obviously the positive is that he'll be here still in a very much involved sort of a capacity and I think he'll be at that training ground every day and there'll there'll be no slipping up you know, from any of the boys and even um, I won't say who it was, but one of the young boys sort of come around after training when we were just sort of having a bit of a chat to him and he said, I'm so glad he, that he's here because he absolutely kicks the ass out of anyone. If anyone's slightly sort of stepping out of line or he's, he's there, you know, to remind everyone, you know, what your job is and why you're here. And so hopefully uh, that will continue for a long time. That goes back to something that I saw Aiden Munford post on on Twitter uh, yesterday evening as well, where he said that um, Matt showed him what it really meant to be a coastie, mm. and I think that's that's a perfect sort of capture um, of uh, of his influence here. It can't be understated. Um, it's hard to put into words, really. It's words can't really do him justice. It's because he's been here for what the entire existence of the club, pretty much, Just almost from the first yeah. season. So it's, when he was a young kid and he's been here he's, ever since. It's because he's who we are. He's a coastie. coastie and, and because he's a coastie, then he feels like a coastie. He sounds like a coastie. He looks like a coastie. He talks like a coastie. Everything about him is coastie. And <laughs> this is what we love. And then, you know, we've got the no dickhead policy that has been well known over the years. And and these are the reasons why we can't lose him. Because in the football department, is there someone else who is uh, more linking us to our culture? I mean, we've got Sean and we've got office peeps who are coasties, but um, on the pitch and in the football department, then he's what links us and grounds us to the coast. Um, so I hope I, he yeah. is still influencing the football department for a long time yet. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was probably the first local to come through when he was young and then sort of get that overseas move. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, like, he was the one that, you know, a professional sporting team on the coast gives options to young footballers mm, like springboard he was, really, he was yeah. the he was you know sort of the blueprint come through the local league got sort of picked up and then sort of away he went mm. so yeah i was you know i've had my criticisms of him over the years as he sort of got older and as we sort of re-signed him and everything but he absolutely proved me wrong so mm. more than happy to eat double pie on that one and um yeah that's it Dead set legend. A so. man of integrity. Uh, I took him and Mike Mulvey to task over that send-off and the whole dog um, thing that went on that night because that's not the mm. sort of thing that I yep. think young fans should see. And mm. Simo actually made a point – Mulvey made a point of trying to tell me where I was wrong and I told him to clear off. <laughs> but, but Simo afterwards at a second session after that came up to me and, and said – mate, it's the wrong thing and I apologise to anyone who felt that way about it and it's just everything that epitomises what it's about being a coastie. Mm. He's he's earned that respect from, you know, players, staff, fans. He's done 
pretty much pretty pretty much all of it. You know, yeah. unfortunately, he won titles at another club, which you know that's probably another story. But uh, yeah, he was. I don't think anyone has ever summed up the club more than him, because he's just been the constant. Yeah. Mm. And people, uh, they'll obviously, you know, going back to what you said there, Moz, they'll remember, you know, how much of a shithouse he was on the pitch, um, how much of a, a prick to play against he was. Yeah. But off the field, gentle, absolute family man, down to earth, top bloke, top man. Yeah, he's yeah. just, there's so many memories that we must all have. Like I remember having him, seeing him at Plume Park that night. We'd never, I'd never seen him before. And next thing he's, he's you know, heading in the direction of Mariners. Um, a couple of years ago, I had a knee reconstruction and uh, took my knee brace to the Mariners medal night that night, ran into Simo <laughs> in the car park and spent 15, 20 minutes there while we went over, you know, knee doctors and knee operations <laughs> and, you know, just a caring Good bloke. Mm, absolutely. So. And like I said to him today too, you know, all those sort of uh, other club fans that would have hated when he was on the pitch and when he used to do what he did mm. um, would be pretty sad that he's leaving because no matter what you say, it adds to adds to the whole... The spice. Yeah. Mm. And like it's it's a bit like a best apparition. Absolutely hated him mm. when we had to play him, but I would have had him in yeah. my team every day of the week. That's what I was going to say. He's the epitome of like a cult hero, isn't he? He's 100%. The, you mm, yeah. want him on your side, you don't want to play against him. Yeah. He's the perfect example of that. Yeah. Mm, mm. Wilco used to hate training against him. <laughs> <laughs> All knees and elbows, I think, yep. I think was the <laughs> phraseology. That yep. surprised me. And mm. uh, as for the Sydney bit then, you know, is that because we weren't, who we should have been? Yeah, yeah. I think it's. Well, I mean, we we yeah. didn't want him five know? previous no. managements ago. I mean, yeah. not not we as in us. I wanted him here, but you know, <laughs> the 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 club hierarchy at the time, um, or the the football department at the time, didn't want him for whatever reason, and they were proved wrong every time he came back to Central Coast Stadium. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, um, don't begrudge him his time at Sydney whatsoever but let's focus on the 12 years that he had here the 61 mm. goals that he scored while he was here crazy it'll never it's hard to imagine how it'll ever be broken the 61 goals mm. like cause made a decent effort at scoring some goals and there's a couple of others on our charts but um that 61 goals you've got to play a lot of games with one club to get near that and mm. it football just doesn't really work like that anymore does it no. you don't yeah. really have those even, even in the last sort of like five seasons or so you don't have that sort of consistency in this league at least being the league that it is with like a stepping stone league. If, if you were at his age and if sort of everything had have worked out well for him overseas and if he didn't have the injuries that he had and if he wasn't sort of treated how he was overseas, mm. he probably would have never come back because mm. you would stay overseas, wouldn't you? Because that's yeah. obviously your dream is to play overseas in big leagues. Yep. But just the way his whole career worked, it wouldn't surprise me if it never is broken. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So glad that the club will be keeping on keeping him on in a uh, player welfare capacity. Uh, hopefully, renaming at least one of the stands at the stadium after him, raising a statue, and um, hopefully, legitimately, actually, hopefully, uh, some sort of testimonial game as well. We will see. I will remember you.
let's keep it going and have a look back at um, some of the results that we've had throughout the course of preseason. Of course, we've played 12 preseason games, mostly against A-League opposition as well. We've won nine of those, drawn two, lost one. Uh, scored 33, conceded eight. That's some pretty decent results. And we capped it off. Uh, our final preseason game was on the weekend. Just gone. We beat the Wanderers two goals to nil. Uh, Michael Roos uh, nabbing his fifth goal of preseason. And Paul Leongo from the penalty spot getting his sixth of preseason. This uh, it has to be the most matches we've played in a preseason ever. <laughs> It'd be right up there. I and mean, and, and also, I, I saw something else as well today. If you look across the league, so I think, like you said, Pete, we've played 12. Mm. I think the, the next most was around nine, and then the majority have played sort of six, if that. Uh, and we've played the majority of ours against A-League sides. Yeah, nine of those 12 against A-League sides, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's – I don't know where it's come from, whether it's extra money has allowed us to do this or sort of what it is, whether it's better organisation, I have no idea. Mm. But, I mean, I can't imagine a more ideal prep for a season than what we've had. It sort of bodes well for a fast start to the to the league, doesn't it? You mm. know, we've got the games up, we've won nine. So, you know, that's, that's what we can hope for is that we uh, start the season strong and carry that momentum into the proper A-League season. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a great pre-season. It's been enjoyable to see the results going our way. There's a little bit of a sniff there that we might be doing some things that are not normally associated with the Mariners experimenting in our uh, fitness um, and our preparation for matches with this fly-in, fly-out of Melbourne twice. We did that in the pre-season, I think. In previous pre-seasons, would we have even coughed up the bickies to make those flights? I can't no, I don't no. think so. So something is different and it just smells a bit like... We're getting smart in uh, in our technology around what we're you know doing to prepare the players, and that's the kind of stuff that Richard was talking about. So, one of those games was on Grand Final AFL Grand Final weekend as well. So I imagine flights for that would have probably been what twelve hundred return, not cheap. <laughs> well, I, hadn't even, I hadn't even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, the game we beat the victory down there three two. Silvera and Aongo grabbing the goals in that one. Um, but yeah, that was Grand Final weekend. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, so we're definitely doing something different in our preparation and uh, the level of professionalism, which is what Richard was telling us is going to happen, appears to be rising and, jeez, uh, we're looking good. Mm. And I'm, I'm, still no, I'm still no closer to picking what our starting 11 is going to be. Looking at You're going to have to get quick on that because we're going to ask you later. I know, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm worried about. But looking at a lot of the starting 11s, there's not too many consistencies outside of probably Vukovic. Mm. Enkololo, mm. Silvera. This is very sort of off the top of my head here, but and pretty much everyone else across the back line, in the midfield and across the top. Mm. It's it's been different sort of combinations of who's starting. So I wonder if that's on purpose from Monty. You know, maybe the coaching department know who will start on the weekend, but they're obviously trying to keep everyone on their toes and give everyone as many minutes as they can get. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm still I'm still none the wiser. So options. Please don't ask me later. <laughs> but it's yeah. I, we've we've got plenty of competitions for spots all across pretty much every spot on the park. I think mm. almost. There's yep. a few decent stories that have come out of the preseason as well, like um, mixed views from me about Sammy Silvera's return to the Mariners after last year's rubbish he produced at the Jets. Agree. Glad he produced rubbish up there. And uh, now that he's back though. 
well, I've only seen him in one game, one and a half games. He looks revitalised. He looks like a different player. He's been top goal yeah. scorer in pre-season as yeah. well. Yeah. 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 yeah, and he looks good. Like the, the small amount that I have been able to see him, what was it, the Broadmeadow game, a bit of that, and the City game, Yeah, he was dominating. And uh, that is really good to see because it just looks like, again, Monty and Serge improving a player again. Yeah. And I had a um, chat to him today after training too and he said he like he's just happy. Mm. And that, right. that makes all the difference. Yep. And What else did he say? And he, he also did say that if he scores on the weekend, he will celebrate in front of the Newcastle fans. <laughs> so I said to him, I'm holding it to you. And what, he goes, yep, no what worries. If it, what if it's at our so, end and he does an Addy by all? Do it. I, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's got to do it. Yeah, yeah he's got yeah, to do it. Please do it. I oh, love please. that. Please. Yeah. But, yeah, I, from, you know, from everything I've seen in preseason, um, yeah, arguably, arguably our best from what yeah. I've seen. Which is a big surprise because I, yeah. I thought he was very much on a very much on like a downward spiral. <laughs> the the most Newcastle. pleasing thing is the, the the sort of effort that he appears to be putting into it as well. It's not like yeah. he's coasting through these games and and um and you know taking it easy and just swanning around and still looking good. He's actually running hard. His and getting work on the ball. has been fantastic. Yeah. yeah, he's been showing for passes. And I, yeah. I think I think maybe to do with that is the fact that there is a competition for spots because mm. let's be honest, there's not much competition or there wasn't in Newcastle last season. Mm. Mm. It was just unsighted. Like, he came on against us in one of those games and then it was only after the game that you really <laughs> realised that he'd even come on. Until you watched the replay, you knew he was on. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing there. Um, yeah. Whereas now he's taken free kicks. Um, and maybe other set pieces. I don't know about that, but yeah. but definitely involving himself in a lot of stuff. Not the only one either. Um, Roos, I think, is. Um, I was you about know. to say that. I was, yep. yep, just coming to that as well. Michael Roos has got five goals in preseason, so he's only one behind Silvera, um, and he has he's looked good. Yeah, bit he's, of a dark he's, horse. He's, for, a, he's for, a Monty style player, I think. Yeah, and he's nineteen. He's the oldest nineteen-year-old I've ever seen oh, in my he life. Is, isn't he? <laughs> he is an absolute unit. Yeah, beast. And but but I still don't know what. Ruse is or what his role is going to be. Yeah, so he's if he's, it's scoring goals, I'm fine with that. But we, we've seen him play in three or four different roles in preseason. He's played out wide. He's played as a ten. He's played as a nine. He's played primarily as a nine. Yeah, um, but with, with with the two up top though, isn't mm, it? Yeah, because yeah. And, and he seems to be doing this weird sort of roaming role up top, sort of mm. with either Cummings or sort of Ayongo. But then again, we're not going to play three up top. So where does <laughs> who fits in where? Obviously mm. Cummings. I would say is probably almost going to be first name on the team sheet, um, given if he's not injured because he looked a bit iffy today. But um, wh- how are we going to start up top? I still don't know. Because we've got Aongo as well. Yeah. There's your competition Aongo's for Aongo's been places. banging him in. Cummings has been banging him in. Garang playing for until January. Garang, yeah. you've got Bruce, you've got... Our front third is looking pretty dangerous. It's pretty stacked. Yeah. So <laughs> I think... Monty and Serge got a pretty big headache, <laughs> yeah. which is good. The good kind of headache to yeah, have, yeah. 100%. Of course, um, players uh, who maybe flew under the radar a little bit in preseason as well. Benny Duncan got two goals for himself coming up from the academy side. Uh, Dor Jock also got uh, got a goal for himself. Uh, Jason Cummings with two. Garan Kual with three. Um, Aongo and Silvera top scored with six. Last thing on – maybe not last thing <laughs> – defenders – Kai Rolls was a massive hole to fill, mm. but we seem to have come up with a seamless way to still look like we're in control there. Well, that's that's uh, what we're going to come to next, I think. Some of the new faces in the side this year. Um, three new faces since we last caught up here on the Coast Football Ramble podcast. 
Kelechi and uh, Brian Kaltak have both been announced. Uh, both centre backs, both big units, and both looking fairly promising. Yeah, Kelechi's twenty three. Is he? Yeah. I shook his hand today. My God, that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> what is he? One hundred and ninety three, hundred and ninety four like centimeters. Or six something? foot one hundred. Like he's just <laughs> he's huge. Um, but he he was he didn't do much this morning at training. Was doing some laps and. Um, so I, I don't know whether we're going to see him on the weekend. Um, Caltech was impressive. All training has been impressive. Was really impressive in the city game at the stadium. Um, has been has looked, you know, sort of pretty good in the times I've sort of watched him. Was a bit sort of iffy on the signing, given mm. his playing history is a bit journeyman-ish around sort of Oceana, which is odd. Well, he's never he's never <laughs> had a professional club either. No. So it's that, all sort that, of been semi-professional. It's, guy, it's what, like, how has this yeah. guy been floating around for so long and not been had a contract up. or not sort of been picked up by yeah, anyone? It's one that's really, really interested me yeah. Um, because yeah, it's just turned 29. 29 yesterday, um, of course, yeah. Yeah, and never had a professional gig and is a visa player as well. Yeah. So and very then, and, interesting. And this is the thing. He's, so we've when we announced him, we, we announced that we signed him as a injury replacement for Moresh. Correct. So we now have six visa players on our books technically mm. that doesn't fit into how many we're allowed so mm. something's going to have to crack so it whether it's a whether he already knows he's he he will sort of only be here until Maresh is back mm. or whether some we're going to have to make a hard call at one point and one of the visa boys is going to be out the door straight away i i think the club would have been pretty transparent um in the signing in that and this is just hypothetically i i don't have any sort of inside word on this but being that he's an injury replacement, Moresh is due back in January. So yep. unless we sell someone in January, someone like a Benny or, or something like that, yeah, um, then yeah, someone has to make way. And yeah. I think because I mean, be, like, what what happens if he has a really good season? Well, that's right. Yeah, if he <laughs> yeah. starts absolutely killing it, and he'll just think, go to another club, probably. Yeah. Like <laughs> yep, you'd think he, uh, he. Well, he'll be in the squad for this weekend. He may well be starting. Yeah, I mean, my pick for defenders this weekend is probably him and. Uh, him and Nectar at centre back mm. to start, depending on Kalechi's fitness. Yeah, yeah. Either him and Nectar or him and uh, Windust. Yeah, because mm. obviously Hall's out. Mm-hmm. Hall's out. I don't think we'll see Kalechi, um, and that yeah leaves probably Kaltzak to be partnered with somebody else. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's that that hole that the roles. Redheaded sized hole that is <laughs> in the centre back line from last season is a very big one to fill. But from what um, we've seen in preseason, I think Monty and Serge have once again recruited really well. They're both of both of them, both Brian and uh, and Kalecci's distribution has looked really good throughout the course of preseason as well. I remember watching them down in Canberra when they played the Capital All Stars, and they both love that big cross field diagonal ball. Yeah, love um, good switch. The big Zvonzvike ball. Yeah, yeah, they're both. Very good at it. Yeah, and there's, <laughs> so. but like there, there also is this emphasis on trying to play out from the back, not to an Ange point where it gets a bit <laughs> stupid and you're like, what are you doing? Just hoof the thing. Um, but if we can do it, we're going to try it. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think there's going to be many of this sort of uh, forcing long balls or anything like that. I would hope, but it's seen, they they all seem to be good on the ball mm. from what we've seen so far. Mm. I'm excited to see how both of them go, particularly Kalechi. Yeah, I think the right back is more – that's more the one that's 
Well, there's a bit sort of, of yeah. the doors open all of a sudden, which you've I got, didn't think it would be. You've got three players competing for that. You've got um, Tommy Aquilina, you've got Storm Roo, who I think has done well again this preseason. Yep. Um, and you've got Sash Kuzevsky as well. And Bayless as well. Now that he's Bayless as well. As well. So yeah. you've got four players really competing for that. Yeah. Of course, since we last spoke, one other signing, Marco Tulio. The better Tulio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the memes are going to be good. They've already been oh, good. When when we found out about this signing, like group chat was going, yeah, yeah. this is good. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is, is going to be very great. Good. Very good. <laughs> and judging by a video that the Mariners put on their socials, good at set pieces. Yeah. Which is a bonus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Speaking to a couple of the players, he just does that for fun. <laughs> like, cool. I'll ridic- take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More of that, thanks. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think now, now I think we've, we've probably got him and Silvera who can be on sort of uh, set pieces. Mm. And also Benny, he can also take yep. a pretty decent corner as well. So now we've got a couple of options there. And, I mean, if he's going to be hitting free kicks like that uh, all season, that mm. will be nice. Um, and he was another one, though, today that didn't do much at training. Obviously, he's, he's not uh, probably up to speed with the rest of the boys in terms of his fitness. Um, so I think we might see an off-the-bench off the bench appearance from him on the weekend. But, you know, once again, we've we've gone with this – ideology of this young recruitment visa player um which i mean so far to monty and serge's uh, complete credit uh has worked they've recruited really well and i think it can't be understated how important sergio is in that given it's a portuguese connection it, isn't yeah, it? I was, yeah i was it's like it's like how wolves are like you know sort of basically <laughs> portugal too in the epl we're basically just Yanking players out of Portugal, um, and I, I mean it has to be from that, mm. from the uh, Sergio connection. Mm. So so he's got a fantastic pedigree. This this kid as yeah. well. You know, he's um, started at uh, Atletico Mineiro, I mm. think, and then went straight over to Sporting. Yeah, Poof. not bad. Yeah, it's a good resume. Not yeah. bad. Yeah, not just on the pitch either. Goalkeeper, coach, another yeah. Portuguese. Yeah, we yep. just found out that uh, Miguel, the goalkeeper Miguel. coach, uh, has coached Edison at Manchester City. And uh, Jan, what is it? Oblak. Oblak. Not bad. <laughs> bit of a resume there. <laughs> Not a bad Not resume bad at there. all. Yeah. Um, of course, now, Danny Vukovic. So, yeah. 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 Well, pretty it's good. It's going up in the world. So, pretty, yeah, pretty so good you're saying Danny, Danny is going to have Edison distribution this season? Yes. Looking forward to it. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, what are you taking him down a peg, are you? <laughs> 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 Let's have a bit of a chat about some of the scholarship players that uh, have signed on ahead of the 22-23 season as well. Of course, big thanks to the TAG Foundation there, Anton Tagliaferro's uh, foundation funding. Some of these guys coming through, um, names that we are all familiar with here on the Coast Football Ramble podcast, um, James Bayless, of course, uh, who has been out for the last five or six months after a, I think it was a rotator cuff injury and he had surgery, a really frustrating one for him, but... Uh, has uh, been doing a lot of running, Luke. Yeah, he told me today that he's very fit, uh, but the touch <laughs> might not be there yet. So, because, yeah, it's it's super unfortunate because he got that chance Perth away yep, yep. last season all of a sudden. Um, like, he did okay, but he sort of got thrown into the deep end a little bit in that game from memory. Um, and then sort of has had a sort of a few chances <laughs> here and there. Um, and, yeah, that injury just bloody came at a really bad time, pretty missed all the MPL season, or mm. just about all. All of it. Um, and then just hasn't, it just wouldn't heal properly, uh, he said to me. And so, yeah, really good to see him back. And, yeah, we'll 
definitely compete for that right back spot and also some more cover uh, in midfield as well. Definitely. Yeah, I know Monty likes him as a, as a central midfielder, um, but I liked him as a right back. So. <laughs> Shut up, Monty. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> very excited to see him back. Another one uh, who I'm very excited to hopefully see some more of this season, Cameron Windust, uh, another centre-back from the Mariners Academy. Fantastic. Plays beyond his years. Seems very calm, which is, yep. uh, for a young player, is it's like no know, stress. out of the ordinary. Yeah. No stress. That's his, that's his personality to a T as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, it's a, bit, it's a bit like a faz. So I don't know if we'd want two no stresses in the back line. That kind of worries me. <laughs> I, need to be, I need at least one person to be stressed out in the back line <laughs> for 90 minutes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll be worried. But, like, he's been very good. He, he started the – did he start the Western game for memory? They've sort of been chopping and changing the starting centre-backs a bit. I can't remember. But he has been getting – He's been um, getting minutes in preseason, yeah, and he maybe, did get minutes towards the tail end of last season as well. Of might course. have been the Wanderers game, yeah. Um, but he has been getting yeah some good minutes in preseason, mm. so he's obviously in the mix. Mm. Um, and yeah, more than more than reliable cover there at centre back. Um, you know, I, I think he would have learned a lot from that FA Cup game. No, sorry, the finals game in Adelaide mm. um, when he had to play for Dan. Um, you know, that was probably a steep sort of learning curve for him, but that's. He did well. He adapted. That's what he adapted really quickly to it, and I think yeah. he, he did well. Yeah. Um, so I think you know, hopefully he's going to get some more chances throughout the course of this season. Yeah, definitely. Um, another one on scholarship for this season, George Ock, uh, who scored eight, nine goals for the academy this season. Didn't get the ten that he promised me. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll take it. Close. Yeah. Started the NPL season well, and then kind of tapered off. Um, probably about halfway through. Mm. Um. And he, he is in a moon boot at the moment, but he said today he comes off tomorrow. He just had a broken toe. So, um, yeah, I, there's there's a lot of competition for that mm. sort of attacking third. So he's going to have to um, improve from what we saw in the it's, back end of the It's funny. When, when you watch him for the first team, he plays so differently to what he does for the academy. Yeah, true. Watching him in that Sydney yeah. Cup game, um, you know, all those months ago now, I thought it was – really good when he came on yeah because um, he came on um, Kasalovic came on and, and Tappy as well and I thought George he nearly bagged one or two yeah if we can utilise his speed in behind that's mm. where it works oh, yeah. he just, he, I think if I have to pick something out he just needs to work on his hold up play mm. he's an absolute athlete though isn't yeah he? And, that, and that's why he has the athleticism to do it mm. Um, he just needs to make more of it, I think. Bring mm. him on against MacArthur. Run straight past him. <laughs> the HMS big fella. HMS big back. fella. Who's <laughs> <laughs> cock one? Know what hit him? Yeah. <laughs> Sash Kazevsky, of course, uh, one that we're very excited to see. Who is on scholarship for this season? Had a couple of other clubs in the A League after him as well, but he has uh, signed on for the season coming. Local lads, and um, he's been getting some minutes actually higher up the pitch throughout the course of preseason. I, I can see him as an attacking winger. I was talking to his old man a couple of days ago, actually, um, and he started life as a uh, yeah. I can in, see in it. a front three on the yeah. right of a front three. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, mm. probably the best uh, attacking-minded right back I've seen come through the academy, and there hasn't been that many to be honest. But <laughs> he's he's one that's impressed both sort of defensively mm. uh, and going forward and. Super aggressive, um, probably needs to learn how to control that a little bit when he gets up to the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like a Lewis Miller. Um, but, 
yeah, I'm stoked for him that he's sort of got that sort of half a foot in the door and will we'll be morely competitive for that right-back spot. He's um, a, a bit like a Lewis Miller now that you mentioned it, except like an intelligent Lewis Miller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, shout out, Louis. <laughs> How you going, mate? <laughs> no, he's, he's great. He's w- really well grounded as well um, off the pitch. And uh, I know that his family is super supportive as well. So I think he's look, he's got bags of potential, this kid. Yeah. Yeah, he'll go far. Um, one other who has signed on a two-year scholarship deal, in fact, is Brad Tapp, um, one who showed so much promise throughout the course of the academy, um, unfortunately, has just done his ACL. So he went in for surgery last week or the week before, in fact, actually. Mm. Um, I was talking to his old man, actually, earlier today. Um, shout out to Phil. Um He's doing well, recovering okay, still very sore, um, but of course uh, it's a fair old road back uh, from that sort of injury. Club has been super supportive, thankfully, um, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing him get back out there. All and that, that's, wishes, of course. That's, it's such a bad time I to know, do it because yeah. it's, you've worked all preseason yeah. and they've done it. You're mm. going to miss the whole A-League season. Mm. You're going to miss all the NPL. You're going to miss all the next A-League preseason. Depending on how quickly he, he recovers. Yeah. If um, it's a six-monther, that's probably the best... Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Sort of like a Maresh. Yeah. Because that, that's probably about a... I think, he's, I think he said today... I think you said Jen. I think he said February. So February. It's, a, it's, it's around that sort of like six or seven-month mark, I think, for him as well. Yeah. Um, that's probably best case. It'll be excellent to see if, you know, if Tappy, if his rehab and, and everything goes well, um, hopefully, hopefully have him back maybe midway through the MPL season. Yeah. And here's another one that also got his opportunity in that. In the Sydney game. Yeah. And, was, and was, was was really good Very when he came good. on. He was excellent when he came on. Yeah. Uh, we were, and was he playing in a position? He just seemed so calm in that spot. Like, is he really we a central defender? Mm. Yeah. Like yeah, it, he's, he's played centre-back and uh, in that sort of six or eight role for the academy. Mostly six, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I thought. Six, and yeah. the game state at the moment, he come on the pitch. Mm. Like, everything's in the balance. Yeah. It was a hell of a game that night. We were down to ten. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. like he had a lot to do and did mm. it beautifully, really. And, mm. um, he's got a lot of potential. That yeah. sucks for him. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so shattered yeah, for him. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was gutted when I got the message when I found out. And, um, yeah, of course, best wishes to uh, to Brad. And um, I'm sure that the recovery is going to go all right and he's going to come back better and stronger. Well, and the Cumdingo, uh, our latest Socceroos coming from the Central Coast Mariners to the national side there. They made their debuts, uh, of course, against New Zealand at the weekend and uh, very, very good performance from the both of them. How good? Yeah. The Cumdingo. It's gone full circle. <laughs> <laughs> this still goes back to like even before he signed for us and then once we announced it, you know, you, you, you heard all the stories and that about him and it was like, there's no way this guy's ever going to be here or anything. And it's like, next thing we signed Justin Cummings. Like, what? <laughs> what do you You're mean joking. we signed the guy that was swinging from the bloody chandelier and the cum dingo wrestling after <laughs> after whatever that Against was? Against Grado, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like why is, why is he here? But, I mean. He's how, lived up to every expectation. Oh, 100%. And, and the more. goals that were set yeah. were huge. Yeah. And he's just come here and, you know, been a bit of a joker along the way, delivered the quality, and now he can, if, as he said himself, Literally if he can. Was, that, was yeah. that two puns from you there with the joker and quality? <laughs> oh. That's very good. That's 
Good from you. I'm, Just a, I'm at my best when I'm not at my best. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Good areas. Yeah, no, they came on and changed the game. Yeah, like, yeah. like uh, yeah, shocking. Like the Socceroos, like the Socceroos are a whole other thing for me at the moment. I can't, I can't stand watching them. Well, you don't like watching Matt Lecky. It's painful. <laughs> Matt Lecky, Jamie don't McLaren. Don't worry, you won't be watching him for much longer. <laughs> Jamie McLaren, Mitch. How many times do I have to watch these guys for the and get the same bloody result? It's uh, painful. Yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah. I like. Uh. But Luke, we're only weeks away from a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose 18 nil across three games. Like, we didn't get absolutely towed. And Qual and Cummings won't be selected. Oh, can you imagine? If they don't go, if they don't go, like the outcry from, you know, not only the normies, but us. <laughs> it's just going to be absolutely next level because everyone everyone can see, like Blind Freddy can see what Garen Kowal brings to the table, to the pitch. Yeah, It's undeniable. And, you know, the cum dog, one cap, one goal, 100%. Get yeah. him on the plane. He just, he just delivers and despite Arnie's bullshit and we were right when we first said that there's something different about the way he plays the game and we need that in our team. Yeah. He's, he's just got a different technique, he's left-footed, blah, 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 blah. But the fact is that crap that Arnie was espousing about how he isn't different. He's too similar. Yeah. It's, it's rubbish. It's Get just some, some sort it. of attempt to deflect attention away from the fact that Matt Leckie's just run at the, the player yet again and lost the ball for the 4,000th time in, in, the, in the last 10. <laughs> minutes <laughs> Arnie Arnie saying that Cummings is too similar to, to Jamie McLaren I think he was comparing him to have you ever seen okay our goal of the season last year I think was Cummings's top bins effort against was it Newcastle, Newcastle it yeah. was against Newcastle at home yeah. I've never seen Jamie McLaren score from that bar no as and I mean he was only what 12 yards out I've still never seen him score from more than six no he's a tapping merchant like boys he's been saying for years that's <laughs> trying to say it <laughs> Four seasons. Yeah. Never doubted you. So like, right there, they're different. That's a decent combination if you ask me. Mm. I, I, I can see that. Um, I can't see Matt Leckie. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't see him. No. No are, sure, are you sure? Because it, it, was, cause it was hard to miss him when they were at bloody Central Coast Stadium because he looked like he'd eaten every single thing he'd bloody seen in the office. <laughs> the office. Titanic. He'd been in a decent little paddock actually. Holy yeah. shit. I mean, I didn't see him because he was just absolutely invisible on the pitch. But yeah. He was just preparing for the Socceroos with all those donuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was fun watching him watching him run at a defender and then just falling over and running yeah. out of, or running out of a room on the sideline. Yeah. Speaking of uh, running at defenders and not running out of room, Garan Kowal, as soon as he came on, um, well, for, within five minutes of coming on, he's, he's created the chance that led to the penalty. Yeah, poor Storm. Nick to pass Storm. <laughs> storm. <laughs> storm Roo is going to be on that highlight for a long time, and it's not one he wants. This is where no. it started. Um, yeah, <laughs> soccer is, this is where it started. Cold. Yeah. Oh no. But I mean, yeah, just completely, completely changed the game, and it's it's just what we don't have at the moment. We just don't have an X factor, and that's exactly what he is. Mm. Take, yeah. take the kid to the World Cup. What's what's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to get smashed anyway. <laughs> just do it. No one will have any idea how to handle him. No. And uh, including him. When he's going out there, I don't know what's going through his mind, but it's not about, you know, technique and time. He just plays on yeah. instinct. Exactly. It's yeah. Like, yeah. like I said earlier, it's, a, he's, it's like as if he's playing with his mates in the backyard mm. and he's trying all this stuff and it's all coming off. And it's beautiful. Vukovic, it's beautiful. Vukovic said to me this morning after training, like the best thing about like all the young kids at the moment that are here at the club, no fear. Yeah. 
no fear, and they're not yeah. worried about the consequences. Mm. Great. Yeah. Perfect. It's, just do it. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's the worst that's going to happen? Like, as Nike once said, just do it. Just do it. And he's growing that, Qual. He's, he's, he's upping the ante. Like, yeah. I think back to that one where Lewis Miller put a ball over and he half volleyed it past the keeper. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> superb. The, the first goal that he scored against Wellington. Was Ridiculous. It? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just goes out and does this flick over the finish Storm in Newcastle and, is still oh. the best for yeah. me. On the half volley, going back across goal. Oh, yeah. That's still the best finish. That's ever. that's like the I hardest I've celebrated a Mariners goal in a long yeah. time. Best distribution we ever saw from Beerus. <laughs> yeah, the flick on wasn't Sorry, bad either. Flick on from Benny. Sorry, Beerus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's just going to do things that the opposition can't predict, and that's the reason you've got to have him in the team. And I think yeah. the Cumdingo fits in that category a little bit as well. That um, you know he, he he's got an X factor about him as well. He uh, he can finish those top bins ones from the edge of the box and. Um, do it stylishly. He's 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 like a cash register, dragging fans into be interested in him. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could refuse that, to mm-hmm. be honest. And then one thing about Cummings as well is that he said he wants to start the season with a bang, score as many goals as possible to make sure that he's in the World Cup squad. So that bodes well for us, for yep. him to start the season strong, get a few early goals under the belt, book his place on the plane. Yep, sounds good to me. Just on Gary and Kowal, of course, uh, one or two of you who are tuning in might have heard that he's picked himself up a big club move. He's off to the UK, uh, sunny Newcastle <laughs> up north. <laughs> Good old Tyneside. <laughs> joining, uh, joining the Toon Army, of course, in January when the next transfer window opens. What a move. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I love it. What what a rise. Shepparton, from... Gosford, Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. You know, 12, 12 months ago playing MPL three in Victoria or something, a um, couple of games in the academy and then a uh, couple of games in the A-League and boom, off you goes. I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Western United, Melbourne Victory <laughs> and <laughs> Melbourne City for basically throwing money at us um, and just ignoring clear talent in that uh, Kual family. Thanks for that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> nice scouting you've got there. Fumbled the bag. <laughs> oh. Fumbled the bag hard. Oh. Oh. Very hard. And I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I think we roughly know, but it's obviously a very good move for us, you know, financially. Um, and then long-term financially, which we've, you know, we've seen that in the past with players like Matty Ryan with, you know, all these, all uh, all sorts of bloody sell-on clauses and that the in the contracts and everything. So it's it's not only good for us right now, but it will hopefully be so in the future. Mm. Um, personally, I, I would have liked to see him stay another full season. Absolutely. At mm. least on loan. I wanted um, them to loan him back to us. That's what we needed. Yeah. That's what he needed, I think. Mm. And I, I I get this whole, you know, they're you know, they're only playing twenty six games or whatever. I understand that from a development point of view. But he hasn't even started a game yet. <laughs> like he hasn't started a game of professional football. Um, I just would have liked to see him stay one more season just to just to grow a little bit more. But it is what it is. Hopefully, I get proved wrong. But you know, all, all reports seem to be he's going to go to Newcastle and get loaned out to Portugal or something. Yeah. And I'm just worried about getting lost in that sort of whole EPL system of you know every club has 84 players on loan to wherever. Um, but hopefully that hopefully that won't happen. But that's my worst case sort of uh, scenario. Whether Newcastle is the right fit for him, I don't know. Time will tell. 
It's hard to say, isn't it? You can't. But it is super exciting. That's yeah. Mm. Everything about them, though, you know, level of professionalism, everything, the trip over there, all the stuff coming out on their social media about him. It's a big club. Yeah, exactly. A huge club. Exactly. Yeah. I've, I've been having a little bit of a chuckle because my dad asked me whether or not um, I was upset about the fact that uh, this young qual has gone to our rivals. And I was like, Dad. <laughs> We're not talking about Newcastle Jets here. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no, no. We're talking about the big Newcastle dad. Yeah. The proper one. Yeah, exactly. And, and like uh, even even outside of all the Arab money that's now in there, they've been a huge club forever. Like yeah. it's not, not it's not like they were a small club and now they're a big club because they have money. They've always been a big club. Mm. So yeah, it's 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 huge for him and their whole family. And us, and uh, not just in, uh, you know, maybe the, the cash stakes now, not just in the future cash stakes, but um, already people I've been talking to, I was talking to a bloke today whose kid goes to the school, knows that he goes to the school with, with Grang, and now, of course, that kid wants to be a soccer, he wants to be a mariner, wants to aspires to be in the Premier League, and how many other hundred thousand mm. um, kids on the Central Coast are going to see that as a potential for them as well? So, yeah, the impact, you know, in five years might be that kids who are between 10 and 15 now are uh, playing for our academy, want to be here and want to go through that development path and, and uh, try themselves out on that. What could be better? You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! 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 Let's have a look at the A League on the whole, um, fellas. Round one kicks off this week. Um, very excited. A little bit yeah, excited. Time to do nothing and sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to get into it with some season predictions. What I want from each of you this evening is uh, your top six. Your premiers, your champions, your wooden spoon. God, your you don't ask so much. Your first coach sacked and your breakout star or player to watch. Wow. If any of you had have actually read the run sheet before we came in here. <laughs> the what? There's a run sheet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Top six. <clears throat> uh, Western, City, Victory, Us. Adelaide. That's hard. I don't want to say Sydney, but I'm going to say Sydney. Ooh. No, actually, no. Sorry, Macarthur. In that's in no particular order. Yeah. Okay. Champions. Uh, champions. Victory. Premiers. Macarthur. Wooden spoon. That's a tough one, but it's got to be Brisbane. It's got to be Brisbane. Golden Boot? Not Jamie McLaren. <laughs> first coach sacked. Golden Boot, come dog. Um, nice. First coach sacked. Rudin, just because that's what I really, <laughs> really want it to be. But realistically, Corica. Ooh. Even though you think Sydney will make the six? Yeah, because they'll start shit. Okay. They'll make the six with a new coach. No, sorry, I said McCarthy. Oh, you said McCarthy. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yes, my bad. Yeah. Um, and your breakout star or player to watch? <clears throat> oh, it's a tough one. I'll say player to watch because mm-hmm. I rate him highly, but what he what he delivered in Wellington didn't happen, and I hope he does for future Socceroos potential, just not against us. Will be. Renault Piscopo with the Jets. 
because I think he is quality um, and one that we're going to obviously have to watch on the weekend. But he just hasn't, didn't do what I thought he would at Wellington. Uh, not a bit of a lack of end product, I think. Yeah, uh. lack of end product and seemed to be a lack of effort. But maybe now that he's back mm. here in Australia, I don't know. That whole sort of being overseas thing can sometimes be a bit weird with young Australian players like that. But um, he'll be one to watch, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, Josh, top six. Uh, the three, or oh, I should say two Melbourne teams plus the one, the Western one, wherever they are, wherever they're based, whatever. Uh, us, Adelaide, and I don't want to put them in there, but I do want to jinx them. I'm going to say Wanderers because, <laughs> you know, that that if, if it's going to happen, it's got to be this season, but I hope it doesn't. Um, Premiers, unfortunately, I have to say City... Champions, Ooh. City double again wouldn't be fun, but it seems like a possibility. Brisbane or Perth for Wooden Spoon, got to be Cumdingo for the goal scorer. Moon sacked mm. surely. That's yeah, that's a good chat. Actually. Yeah, breakout star. I'm going to keep it Mariners. I think Roos, Roos might. Surprise a few people if he get that's if he gets the the minutes on the field. But yep. I, I think I'm with that. I think he can uh, get a bag a few goals. Uh, outside of us, Luke definitely. Had, I was on the same wavelength as Luke as Piscopo. But the thing about him is that he's very inconsistent. There'll be like one out of five games he'll play amazingly, and yeah. then the other four he'll just not really do a lot. Yeah. Um, Maybe Cavallo at Adelaide, I think, is maybe a decent shout. I think he had a decent season last season and, you know, this season, you know, he might be primed for a, for a big one. But, uh, yeah, that's my tips that will probably almost all be wrong come the end of the season. <laughs> Most definitely. I was impressed, though, that you could even remember the questions or even <laughs> remember to put them in a list so you could read them. I, I can't remember the first question. Is it the top six? Yeah, top right six. Right, this is not the order, but... Um, Adelaide, us, MacArthur, the three Melbourne teams. Okay. Premiers. City. Champions. <coughs> Victory. <laughs> Wooden Spooners. Sorry, that cough was for <laughs> City. Wooden Spooners, Perth. Uh, Golden Boot. The Cumdingo. First coach sacked. Moon I'm with Josh on that one. Yeah, breakout style of player to watch. I'm going with a couple here, I'm, and I'm sticking to the good teams. Oh yes, the team wearing yellow. Um, Coolio, Tulio, please player <laughs> yeah. to watch. And um, but early on and less um, abroad, Sam Silvera. I never thought I would be saying that, but yeah. um, he's impressed in the preseason, and I think he can do it some more. Cool. Pete. All right. Pete, yours? Oh, what about him? It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> a question. <laughs> what were the questions? <laughs> My top six. Um, Central Coast Mariners, Melbourne City, Melbourne Victory, Western United, um, Wellington. Ooh. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and uh, Adelaide. Um, just because... I don't want Sydney or Western Sydney in there. Uh, <laughs> or, or MacArthur. They can all get in the absolute bin. Um, Premiers, 
Melbourne City champion Central Coast Mariners, Wooden Spoon, Perth, top goal scorer Jason Cummings, first coach sacked, Warren Moon, closely followed by Ruben Zadkovic, um, breakout star. Mariners have actually just signed a really young, talented goalkeeper called Danny Vukovic. I don't know if you guys have heard of him, um, but I think he might uh, really, yeah, look, if, if he can hit the ground running in round one, poof, yeah, he's uh, going to have a breakout season at the club. Let's hope he has a good career. <laughs> Another breakout big, season at the club. Big future ahead of him, yeah. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> Oh, captain. 15 years later, he's... Oh, captain, my captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Of course, we yeah. can talk about that uh, very briefly as well. Danny Vukovic had the armband. Uh, the ceremonial handing over of the armband today um, has been announced as our captain going forward. There was only one choice. Yeah. Really? Did they announce a, a vice captain or...? So I spoke to Max Ballard about that and I said, had was one man announced or has been spoken about like internally? So him... Storm and Cummings are basically three vice captains. And I said, good luck getting a word in between those, <laughs> between those two. <laughs> I like Paul that. Ballard's like, going to have to pull rank over the bloody Cumdog and Storm. I like Max here as well. He's uh, He's got a good head on his shoulders and yeah, he's been I captain throughout most of the course of this process. I was about to say, so. Maxie, I would have either picked Maxie as a straight-out vice captain or yeah. he's one, you know, as like a potential there in the future yeah. definitely has that in him so it's got that sort of leadership group again this yeah. year and good to see the cum doggy in the yeah. leadership so group good. as well so good but yeah <laughs> obviously super happy for Danny back enjoying football you know like he said in his speech when he got the armband he spent the last year hating football um, mm. and now he's back sort of loving it and I think I still don't think he can quite really believe he's here and sort of neither can I um, and yeah he's just bought a house in Terrigal, gets yeah. the keys in a couple of weeks, wants to get out of Sydney. Nice. Um, he's basically going all in and he did say the words that he wants to stay here after football. Oh. And so I've got the warm and fuzzies in I my know, right I now. know. <laughs> and it's a it's a I think a, I don't know if it was announced or not, but it it's a one plus one. So if, yeah, if is, he yeah. so if he feels good after this season, he will most likely go around again. Mm. If not, he'll probably hang it up and he'll I assume he's gonna sort of do like a simo and hopefully stay within the club and have that's the plan some kind of yeah. role um sort of within the club which is great so. mm. yeah yeah i think we mentioned it maybe on the last show that it's a one plus one and the club have already spoken about keeping him around after yeah. as well yeah. so perfect um you know it could be a one plus one plus one plus one plus, plus, one, one, plus one plus one, one yeah. plus one well now that he's loving his football he might not be thinking so much about leaving us how old is he Oh, he's at the I mean, he's age of 37. I was going to say 37. So surely, he can play till his mid 40s. Well, at least 40. <laughs> Even just standing <laughs> in front of him today, though, it's like he, he looks super fit. Well, actually, I mean, I was talking at the Football New South Wales Awards dinner the other week with uh, Kyriakos Tohoroglu, um, who is. <laughs> say uh, that again. Kyriakos Tohoroglu. What'd you call me? Well played. <laughs> <laughs> who has spent the last, I think, 15 or so seasons at Gladesville Ride Magic. Used to play for Olympiakos and POK in Greece. Yeah. Um, played Champions League. Um, he has finally only just made the decision to hang up his gloves at the ripe old age of 50. <laughs> <laughs> Great career. <laughs> and he won goalkeeper of the year in 1964. <laughs> Great. <laughs> He's won that many football New South Wales goalkeeper of yeah. the year awards. It's not funny. But like, didn't he win it? Like he seriously won it like four years ago. Yeah, not even. Yeah, yeah. yeah three, in, four years ago. In yeah. his mid 40s. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I saw him outside puffing away on a cigarette. And I was of like, course. That's yeah. Kyriakos. <laughs> I'm Are you going around again next year, mate? And he's like, oh, you're joking. No way, brother. <laughs> what a man. What a man. Get him in. <laughs> Of course, uh, A-League tipping is back. We're doing things a little bit differently this year as well. We are going to be doing it through the Keep Up app. Uh, A-League fantasy is also a thing this year. We will be doing that through the Keep Up app. We will be posting links on the socials, so keep your eyes out for those. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. They are sometimes good. Uh, they're never shit. We love all of you very dearly. Uh, so let's dive right into it. Let's start off on Facebook. Michelle Lumby wants to know if uh, if I have signed on, if Pete has signed on the dotted line to be the voice of the Mariners home games this season. This was in a bit of a state of flux until about three o'clock this afternoon. Um, Breaking news. (laughs) Breaking news. I can announce that, yes, I actually did uh, agree to uh, to go around again in the ground announcers box this year. Can't believe you don't have a sound effect with, you know, uproarious applause and cheers. The money one, please. The cash cash register. The cash register. Perfect. Yes! 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 There it is. <laughs> yeah, they really had to talk me into it as well. Uh, communicado official. <laughs> communicado <laughs> official. Breaking news on the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Uh, no, I love it in there. It's fantastic. I do miss Bay 16, of course. Um, but, um, yeah, looking forward to assaulting your ears again for another season at Central Coast Stadium. Yeah, and without blowing any smoke up your ass, you are very fucking good at it. Mm. Just saying. Mm. I'm going to miss the marker Uenya. Oh, I'm going to miss oh, that yeah. so much. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favourite. But now I've got yeah. Marco Tullio, so... Yes. Yeah, Marco Tulio. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to yell. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. Yes. That's a good replacement. That's as as good a replacement you can probably get. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Personally, I'm not over Stephen Mauck yet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Mauck. <laughs> Stephen oh, Mauck. I hit him hard with a double <laughs> And name. that's not the only one. I I'm more looking forward to the opposition announcements cuz they're low key. Yeah. Soon it'll just be numbers. Number one. Number two. I did that that for a couple of games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just for the goal scorers, yeah. (laughs) I got in trouble. (laughs) Scotty McGee, do you guys think Vuka is the best pick for captain? Me personally, yes. Also a tough one, but going off preseason form, what's your starting eleven for this Saturday? God damn it! Uh, yes, <laughs> we'll come back. To, we'll come back to the starting eleven uh, right at the end. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so Vuka, best pick for captain. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes, yep. unanimous, hundred percent. And do like the vice captain things that we were just talking about there before, because mm. uh, former captain Storm Roo, um, Dan, uh, Maxi, mm. see what I did there? <laughs> Can we cut that out? <laughs> Crikey, cut that out, Aaron. <laughs> Um, yeah, and uh, the come dingo, well, we want him to be the third vice, because just stand back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you can have an impact from over there. <laughs> Love you, but yeah. Um, David Foxall, great to have you back, boys. Great to have you commenting, David. Thank you. I know we need a few weeks to see how the new signings will integrate into the squad, but based on preseason, what are your predictions? We gave some decent predictions, um, but um, he wants to know where we will finish on the table. I've got us between maybe fourth to seventh. Yeah. Fourth, 
would be nice. Yeah. Anything in the top six would be nice. I was going to say between fourth and sixth. I mean, you've got to try and measure it on last season. I mean, we were like six points off first. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a pretty good fucking season, mm. right? All things considered, I think we've we've replaced what we lost really well. Um, so, yeah, I think somewhere between that sort of that fourth and sixth mark. I think as well if, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be better off for the season that they've had. There was that patch we went through last season of conceding goals in the 133rd minute every game. I um, think if we can stamp that out, yeah. <laughs> and, and we seem to have done That'd be nice, um, yeah. fairly well. And so, like I said, a lot of those boys will have learned a lot. So I think fourth for me, maybe third. No, I've changed my mind. We're, li- we're lifting the plate first. first <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. No, I'm going. I'm going to go with third, fourth. We're getting a home final, and I think that's a really good aim for us to have. Yeah. Is to have a home final. Um, I think uh, we would have finished further up the table and definitely had a home final. Um, there's a variety of reasons that uh, we should have had one last year, such as the VAR <coughs> screwed us. Yes, the oh. VAR screwed us, and Sean Evans and. Uh, they probably weren't the only people who screwed us either. Um, but, yeah, so I think we can definitely uh, get in third or fourth. Yeah, agreed. Andy Jennings, thoughts on Matt Simon's role going forward? Do we need the club to start getting bar- uh, banners for Mariners greats around the stadium? I think yes. Uh, no, no banners, statues. <laughs> Even a – I don't know, can we do a stand name? Do we, we, do don't, like- we don't own the stadium. So no, but can we just do it anyway? Manager. Yeah, well, it, do we do yeah. the bronze statue and then like Ziggy's on the ground beneath the bronze statue? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, can we do yes. that? Let's crowdfund yeah. that as the statue. That'd be perfect. 10,000%. We will um, yeah, post some GoFundMe details for <laughs> that statue <laughs> a little bit later Everyone on. Everyone can mimic being si- Simo <laughs> pointing. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about that. Um, I, I love his role going forward. I think um, I can't think of too many other clubs in the league that would have a, a player welfare officer and certainly not one who is maybe as well equipped to do it as Simo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping fitting in the uh, welfare officer position is the no dickhead police. And, uh, <laughs> Pretty much. That's yeah. what I imagine it to be. Yeah, I think it's a No dickhead police things. and this is who you kick on the weekend. Like yeah. That's yeah, what I, it is. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. But also making sure that our boys are you know looking after themselves, not just physically, mentally and everything like that as well. Yeah. Um, Brendan Raymond, what do we think of the two new centre-backs and what do you think the pairing will be? Good, from what I've seen so far. Um, I think Caltac will start on the weekend and, yeah, depending on Kalechi's fitness, uh, he will start. But if he's not fit, it'll be Caltac and I'll, I'll go Nectar. Yeah, yep, I'd agree. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Sadly, I'd like to think that Kalechi will play, but doesn't sound like it. So, yeah. Yeah, he's coming off the back of a couple of weeks with a bit of a bit of an injury. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see in the uh, in the lead up in the hours leading up to the game. Um, Jerry Larkin wants to know: Is Dan Hall suspended for this week's game after his red card in the FFA Cup? We believe so. Yes. Um, otherwise, Yeesh. yeah. Otherwise, confirmed uh, it. This morning at training. Yeah, Yeah, Otherwise, my pick for this week, if Kalechi wasn't fit, would be Dan Hall and Brian Kelpak. Eddie M over on Twitter. Considering our preseason results, what do you think Monty and Serge have done differently to other clubs in the build-up to the beginning of the season? Are our new recruits settling in better than others at other clubs? And is that the difference? 
I think we mentioned it before, but just the amount of games that we've played has been more than other clubs, and that's probably helped with the integration yeah. of the new players. Mm. And we just, like, we just seem organised. Mm. Mm. And I did touch on it before too, but we're using technology and different processes to try and test ourselves in ways that I don't think we have before. There was a bit of talk about us um, trying to improve our players' decision-making capabilities, working with the university. We're flying in and out of places trying to test ourselves and see if we can do this kind of thing. And that sort of acclimatises uh, us to things like uh, Wellington and Perth and other you know hard things to do. So... So I feel like we have had a superb pre-season and have, you know, got every right to go into the season confident. Yeah, yeah. There was three trips up to the University of Newcastle to do um, different sort of testing up there. There was two trips to the AIS in Canberra as well um, with all sorts of different testing there. Um, there was one or two games that we played under heavy, heavy fatigue as well, not just the flight down to Melbourne one, but there was one against Perth where we drew nil all and the boys had a full training session in the morning as well beforehand. So, um, yeah, we're doing things a little bit differently and i think that's gonna that's gonna be pretty telling there's yeah there's there's a lot of money extra money mm. being spent in that whole sports sports science sports yeah. you know and like the conditioning the mental conditioning as well mm. um and i mean so far it seems to be working yeah well it's an absolute must in the game today mm. like yeah. every little detail has to be attended to and the big clubs are doing this yeah stuff um although we didn't notice them doing some of the stuff we've been doing this <laughs> season this pre-season <laughs> hey <laughs> No, it's, it's looking good. And I'd like to think, yeah, our new recruits are settling in. Um, it's you know, such a such a good environment. Always has been a great dressing room. Uh, well, not always, but at least the last few years anyway has been a fantastic dressing room here. And you've got such great personalities there, players like Vuka, uh, Jason Cummings, Maxi Ballard, who I'm sure welcome these guys with, with open arms and help them sort of settle in really quickly. Marco on Twitter, I feel like an annoying broken record, but it would be great to hear any news about the Supporters Trust. Agree. Did we speak about this with Rich a couple of weeks ago on the pod? Yes, we did. And I think Mark would be keen to come and talk to us. So I know them pair have spoken. So mm. um, I think that uh, the, it was a very difficult time to try and have the Supporters Trust uh, happen. Uh, the ownership changes, the pandemic, a variety of other things. Um, but it is, I know that there's a keenness to get it going. So actually what I think we should do to respond to this question is get Mark on here as soon as we can. That would be the best way to go. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love it. We'll reach out to Mark Rogan, the founder of the CCN Supporters Trust, and, um, yeah, try and get some updates out. Ross Hodgson, 98 on Twitter, is new to the pod, started listening officially today, in fact. Welcome, uh, and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Apologies in advance. In advance. Yeah. <laughs> after, after my friend told me to give it a listen. You call him a friend. Uh, was. was. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it so far. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the kind words. Um, for a question... What player would be best for an evening on the drink? That's the easiest I question mean, we've the, had all day. In the 10 years of doing this, that is the easiest one by far. It's clearly Danny Vukovic. No, <laughs> <laughs> he would be ripper. He, he would be fun on the drink. I he, he would be a good drunk. If you can um, get him on it. It's obviously Jason Cumberland. It's the Cumberland. It's the Cumberland. I mean, I've had, a, I've, had a, I've had beers with a few of these guys over the years. Yeah. I mean, Hatchie was good. <laughs> <laughs> was he though? I don't early, know if he was. Early in the night. I don't know if he was. I mean, there's videos online of Cummings drunk. Like it's clear that he's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Cumberland. I mean, it's it's all of them really. 
I'll tell you what, I'd love to have a beer with Sash Kazevsky. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's cum dog. <laughs> yeah, it's the cum dog. Yeah. It's got to be. Uh, Rocky Captain Swish 23 on Twitter, what a handle, um, asks uh, or says that uh, they would go with Dan Hall and Kalechi as the two starting centre backs. Um, also, with Garang clearly on the move in January, do you think Monty will prioritise game time for others like Roos and Silvera, considering they'll be here long term? I would hope not, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what sort of backroom uh, discussions have been had with Newcastle. There's any sorts of weak clauses in there about how many minutes he can or uh, he can't play. Do we have to be careful with, like, you know, all that sort of stuff? I mean, I don't think they can actually dictate that in any case because not, we still own his registration. Not officially, but... Yeah. <laughs> They're a fucking small yeah. club from the north of England. <laughs> Who cares? Um, but yeah, if you know, if he's going to make an impact, you would hope he would be on the pitch no matter what. Um, I just hope that when he's on the pitch, we don't see the same effect as what we did with his brother. Mm. Um, mm. And whether he admits it or not, whether it is you know right or not, in my opinion, I saw a clear drop off in his effort and his performance when we knew he was leaving. So hopefully we don't see that with him. I don't think he'll necessarily prioritise game time for Roos and Silvera, but I think obviously he's only just back in the country. He's probably not going to be well, – he's not going to be 100% for this weekend. Yeah. I think we'll probably see him play a similar sort of role to what he played last – or for most of last year. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Over to the ccmfans.net forum, uh, Fulham Mariner, FFC Mariner, given that Garangsky was in the away end – at Craven Cottage on Saturday with the Toon fans. Will he be back in time to play the scum? Well, yes. He arrived back at 5 o'clock this morning, Luke. Got back at 5 o'clock this morning, uh, straight from Sydney to the COE at 10 a.m. <laughs> and did the full two hours of training. <laughs> <laughs> and still looked very good. So, yeah. Pro. Pro. <laughs> Plenty of energy. Lots of cottage pies aboard. And, yeah. yeah. I'm sure he flew first class, right? <laughs> Surely they're putting up the money for that, surely. You'd, you'd hope so. Oh, charter. Charter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Private. <laughs> Economy next to the bathroom. <laughs> Nada. Uh, Rising Sun on the ccmfans.net forum does ask the question um, why the club didn't promote their scholarship signings this year. I did see one article. Um, which was uh, a piece about who the Tag Foundation has um, given scholarships to this year. But, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree we should be making a big song and dance about this. Yeah, definitely. Make it, yeah, more more song and dance about, you know, academy kids 100%. making that step up and even just, you know, articles and things about when they start to train with the first team, even if they're mm. not necessarily on a scholar, just, just get their, you know, sort of experience and sort of their thoughts on making that sort of move from the academy set up into the first team and just spruik that a bit more, I think it'd be good. Yeah. Been a few staffing changes and things going on. There has. <laughs> that may have impacted on our ability to put out quality social media. Just putting that there. We'll have to probably get all of these new staff on. I mean, we still haven't got Chris Farnan, who's now the marketing manager on the pod yet, uh, since he started last year. Um, there's a new events manager, a new media manager, of course, in Will, a new graphic designer in Jack as well. Um, there's a new membership coordinator working underneath Ian. Um, it's all happening. 
And it's about time, <laughs> to be honest. Do you mean we're properly resourced uh, for the first time in not 17 quite years? yet. Um, they probably could do with someone else in the media space um, to sort of share the load there because the media manager role is a huge beast. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot better than it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially like there were so many departures at the end of last season. So, anyway, we may have to introduce some regularity and professionalism to this podcast so that we can get all of these interviews done because we've got a <laughs> head of youth football and a and a new keeper coach. Um, what is it? What is it? Megan? Um Vibe manager. The vibe oh, manager. Yes, we need Andy to get the vibe Bernal manager on too. Vibe manager is and we haven't even thought about Serge and Monty. And I think official it's time. title, by the way, vibe yeah. manager. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's time that um, Serge came for a visit because uh, he's very. interesting. Interesting to talk to. Definitely, um, I tried to get him on when I, when I spoke to him uh, after the final in Adelaide, but uh, he's like, no, 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 I don't. I, it's, it's he doesn't want any me. praise. It's not about me. I'm like, well, we'll get everyone is. else out of the road, and then we can get him. And we'll <laughs> run out of excuses. We've already had Monty. We've had all the others. You're coming on, search. Get on. <laughs> Just get Monty to stitch him up and bring him in one day. Actually, that will work. Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Dobby on the ccmfans.net forum. The Cum Dingo has backed himself to beat McLaren to the Golden Boot this season. Do you think he'll do it? And yes. Bon Bolski wants to know by how many? Yes. By how many? Yes. <laughs> three. Five. That's it. I'm saying three. Uh, 27. <laughs> Crikey. This is going to be a big year. Four. It's going to be Cum Dingoing everywhere. By four. Simo's record is under threat. Yeah. <laughs> this year. Well, that ties into uh, Jeremy Lumby's question on Instagram. Who will be the next all-time leading goal scorer for the Mariners? The next all-time leading goal scorer. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. Is, is there going to be anyone who cracks that 61? I mean... I mean, Cummings, after he scores his you know, 42nd goal this year, I yeah. think will yeah, be giving it a good shake. That's a, that's a hard question. I mean, you look at... You look at Cummings, and you know I don't know. Obviously, don't know what uh, what kind of money he's on, but it must be all right. And it seems like he's loving life. He there, there would be no reason for him to to leave anytime soon if he just wants to hang here and he can still play for Australia and still live in Terrigal. <laughs> that's your answer, right Let's there. Let's go surfing with Steely every weekend. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He um there was an article during the week uh, or a video during the week, one of the two, um, where he did actually say that he would sign a lifetime contract here. Really? Wow. Sean, Rich, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> ten year deal get right that now. Fucking paperwork yeah, drawn get up. It in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> ten, no, ten years, lifetime. Lifetime. Gotcha. Yep. Perfect. And then he can be the vibe manager when he retires. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and then the club goes on a downward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, wrestling manager. Wrestling coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect, perfect. Uh, Melange on the CCMfans.net forum. Who's the one that got away who you most regret? Is it Hatch or McCarthy? <laughs> mm. I'm torn. I'm big time torn. I think it's Hatch because mm. local uh, thought he did enough to stay. Um, and I really, I, he did not want to go. No, he was gutted. Did not want to go at all, mm. but had to do what he had to do for his own career. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Hatch for me. Hatch for me as well. The yeah. local thing I think is the, the tipping point. Um, you know, and there were so many great moments with him as well. The goal in Mudgee, of course, where he put us ahead. Um, the goal in... Uh, pink round against Pink Macarthur. round, his first touch. His first touch in professional football. Yeah. You know, the f quickest goal scored by a substitute in our league history as well. Um, yeah, there were some great moments with him. 
He bagged one in Wellington last season away as well, didn't he? Yep. Yep. I fed, can fed by Green. Mm. I can see him coming back to bite us. <laughs> yeah, hundred oh, sure. percent. He's scoring at Central That's going to be super dangerous. Yeah. 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 He's a um, coach's dream. He, 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 mm. All you want from your substitutes is to have an impact on the game, and yep. he's got that mastered. Mm. Um, but Harry McCarthy, of course, I'm very disappointed we didn't hang on to him. Um, you know, he was off scholarship at the end of last season. He had injury troubles, of course, fractured his ankle in Mudgee. Um, and I think he was bought off for no, he's bought off for. Um, Marco, very technically gifted, took a long time to come back from that injury and, and really hit 100%. I think maybe came back a little bit too soon. And, um, yeah, it's a shame we've let him go. Yeah, I, li- I liked him early on. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I think probably the injury this season most likely cooked him. Mm. Um, just didn't see enough for me. Back end NPL. of the NPL season, he was fantastic. He was back to back to one hundred percent. He yeah. was carving for fun. But um, hey, we'll always have um, we'll always have the highlights of the NPL two grand final from twenty twenty, <laughs> and um, we'll also have, of course, um, his goal in the FA uh, FFA Cup against Wollongong. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. You boys come up with the good questions. That seems uh, well. That seems like a rambling. <laughs> So that's a good rambling. It's a return rambling. It is a return rambling. Um, Eight o'clock, perfect. (laughs) Really quickly, your tips ahead of round one this weekend, starting with Melbourne City and Western United. Uh, Luke. City. City. Shitty. City. Um, Us versus the scum from up the road. 3-1 us. Oof. Uh, yeah, 2 nil us. Mm-hmm. Why are you asking? <laughs> 3 nil us. Jason Cummings to score six. <laughs> <laughs> what about the game? <laughs> <laughs> Oof, well played. Um, no, yeah, 3-1 us. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the other Saturday night game, Brisbane, Raw and MacArthur. MacArthur by MacArthur. 400. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good, yep. I'm afraid so. Yep, MacArthur by at least a couple. Wellington and Adelaide on Sunday. Wellington, just for the home advantage. I've gone Adelaide. Me too. Adelaide. I'm going Wellington. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to mix it up. And we close out the round on Sunday with Western Sydney against Perth. Draw. Mm. Wanderers. Mm. Wanderers. Did you uh, miss the big blue? Yeah, yeah. why didn't Sydney I get duck. to say oh, Sydney is shot? Miss, I did miss the big blue. You are sacked. Fucking, can we get a new host in here or what? <laughs> this guy is absolutely garbage. Uh, it's too late for that now. <laughs> uh, before we close out the round on Sunday, of course, we've got the big blue on Saturday night, closing out Saturday night, um, Sydney and Melbourne victory. Look at that. I'm not going to move from four o'clock to like eight. Um, <laughs> uh, victory. Mm. Draw. Mm. What? Shitney will not win victory <laughs> every day. Yeah, it's a buck. Um, and Wanderers Perth, uh, I am going to say... I haven't said a draw yet, so I'm going to say a draw. Fair. No, actually it's Wanderers Perth. <laughs> Shite this year. If Wanderers start their season with a loss against Perth, oof. Oh, I mean, I, I hope I'm so. Ho- I'm hoping for that. <laughs> for the absolute scenes. And, of course, we've heard that uh, one of their star recruits during the offseason uh, has been ruled out with a calf injury already. Mm. Mm. ITK. I know. Anyway. Star recruit? 
Well, I mean, he was heralded as... Well, he, ju- he jumped the highest, didn't you see that? He's the Lord and Saviour, isn't he? <laughs> was he, he jump the was he was he in their yearly promotional video where they try and hype up Western Sydney and then they finish ninth? The kit reveal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I hope they the finish The same thing that again. they've done for the last six years. <laughs> oh, I hope they finish uh, ninth again. Um, fellas, it has been an absolute pleasure. It has been far too long between podcasts. Let's not leave it so long next time, huh? FTS. FTS. Final thoughts ahead of round one this weekend? Mm. I'm also saying FTS. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get to I'm, the pub. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that nervous about this game, to be totally honest. They've made a couple of decent signings. Mm. Um, I hope somebody two-foots Carl Jenkinson because mm. it might be Monty after what <laughs> happened last season on the sideline when he was at City. Um but just gives me more, just gives us more reason to hate the Jets with when they sign players like that. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Breno Piscopo, if he's on, going to be dangerous. Outside of that, whatever. Scum, FTS, get lost. It's going to be good, mate. Back to the stadium. I'm keen. Very keen. Super keen. Now, I'm very keen. I sort of, you know, hadn't been really jumping out over myself about my keenness, but now the week is here and come on. Longest baby. longest bloody preseason ever is over finally. <laughs> you know what the worst thing is about this weekend though? Is that they've got Soterio who for whatever reason oh, scores against no. us for fun. Oh, now too. you've said it. And like he's rubbish, but it just stops scoring against us, please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he won't score against us because I said three 0 And he's not playing for Wellington. It seems to be this weird Wellington curse where um, they did it at the Wanderers too, though, didn't they? Did uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Yep. Going mm. all the way to the showground just to watch him score against us. Not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Streaks have to end eventually. It's over. True. It's over. Yeah. No. No, but it. I think based on our signings, their signings, preseason, um, you know, what ex- expectations are rising now here, right? <laughs> after the last couple of seasons, especially after last season. And, you know, I'm, I'm expecting us to get three points on the weekend relatively comfortable. I mean, when they're playing Jordan Elsie and Matthew German at the back, I think we're pretty... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do they still play? Yeah. <laughs> they got three captains. Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 I think um, you'd expect them to line up with Elsie German, maybe Mark Natter at the back as well. Yeah. Or um, McGarry no. as well that they signed from Wellington. Oh, McGarry, Carl Jenkinson's like, back five, is it? Back five. <laughs> Shitting themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was clearly their worst... Uh, issue was easily their back line. So what, what, I don't know why, you know, in the, in the cup game, they, they hadn't signed Jenkinson yet, so he started dating him. And I don't think they had McGarry on the bench, but, I mean, he has to start McGarry at right back. Mm. Jenkinson and Yerman at centre back and then probably Natter at left back. That would be, that would be my back four. Mm. Um, then you still got the Hoffman who's still... He's somehow running around. 70, um, 74 40, years old, I think. Yeah, isn't yeah it? I know. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, they're, they're, they've, you know, they've made a few changes, but it's it's very much squad fillers from around the league. That's what it is. Yeah, I think me. the only the only sort of signings that they brought in to maybe strengthen Brandon O'Neill in the middle of the park. Yeah, I think him and Thurgate in the middle will be good. Mm. Um, yeah, to be seeing what that uh, the new Becker can do as well. The other Becker. Mm-hmm. Um, now they've got. B1 and B2. Um, B2 seems to be the replacement for Pena, which that that's a huge loss for mm. them. Pretty much their only creative outlet um, is now gone and it seems to be that they've signed this, signed the other Becker 
basically as a straight replacement, but I don't from I don't think he'll be anything near Pena. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they play and how he's got them how he's got them flowing. Mm. I, I just I'm not sure where the goals are going to come from. Mm. From from Cum- Michael Tuttle, Benny, <laughs> yeah. Sammy Silvera. <laughs> just saying. Yes, Sammy Silvera to score the yes. third and the three-one win. Also, and to celebrate in front of them. Will yeah. Will that boy Trent come back to bite us four years later? Oh my god, I completely forgot about no. him. No, no, no. I don't think so. Either. I mean, you saw him play for us. Oh, play for Sydney against us last season. He missed two open goals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing is, is their speed out wide might be a bit of a worry with. Satirio on one side, he's not he's not slow. Yeah. And then obviously now Trent, probably not as quick as what he was before he did his ACL. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so there's a couple of things there for us to watch. But, yeah, like I said, I think we should do this comfortably. Yeah. Dingo for two, Silvera for one for me for in a 3-1. I like it. All right, fellas, let's wrap this and pack this and get out of here. Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in to our latest. Uh, and we will see you all on Saturday. Until then, love to see you bye. FTS. And we know Newcastle can make unknown players into superstars. Look at Santiago Munez. Yeah. You being sarcastic. <laughs> Everyone's missed that, haven't they? No, yep. no, it's exactly the jokes that I've made repeatedly in group chat over the last couple of weeks. So, oh, got him. Howled me hard. Howled me oh, hard. There's always one. Everyone needs a howling. <laughs>